What you've all been waiting for. A Corona Convo with my love, the Corona Truther turned Corona Believer, Amanda Scott Ellis. Hi, Amanda. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. So, are you ready to go on the record about your journey from a Corona Truther to a Corona Believer? I am. I'm ready to come clean. So, let's start at the beginning. Sure. So, I was a non-believer until a few days ago. And what what did that non-belief look like? I... I am not one to uh, get swept up in the in fear mongering or in the hype of anything, and I don't believe in uh, doomsday projecting or apocalyptic thinking. I think to me, for a long time, it looked like everyone was getting way ahead of themselves, and. Um, I, I wasn't really participating. So do you recall our first conversation about Corona? Yes. Uh, would you like to share with the listeners when that took place? We sat down to have a conversation about whether or not we should advance our relationship to the next level and start looking for an apartment together. And... I was anticipating this conversation as your loving partner looking forward to a potential future and whether or not that was the right choice for us as a couple. And you started right out the gate with, my financial future is in jeopardy, I am compromised, coronavirus is coming to New York. And it's coming for all of us. So that, where, where, were we, where were we eating again? Chez Ma Tante. So we, we had on the calendar scheduled for just over two months, our relationship summit. <laughs> A summit, exactly. To, to open negotiations on our relationship relations. And, and we sit down uh, and... Right after we sit down, you notice someone walk in the door. Oh, my friend. Your friend walked in and? And I touched him. Because he sat right down next to us. Yeah. And he had had a wild day. Oh, right. And so then we kind of had a back and forth with him and his partner. Mm -hmm. And then thankfully there was a column in between our two tables. And after, what did we have to eat that night? It was tasty. Um... Uh, some oysters and some um, uh, beef tartare. Oh, that's right. We had some very good. Nobody cares what we ate at Chez Montant. This they the people want to know about COVID nineteen. Yeah, we're, we're setting the scene about COVID nineteen, and so we we have we have our lovely meal at Chez Montant. Chez Montant. House of my aunt, my ha- aunt's house. I failed all of my French classes. And then 
we turned to the relationship summit and I, I wasn't very good at the relationship summit. No, I was surprised at how, how poorly you had prepared over the last two months for the summit. And after I bombed the relationship summit and we went back to your apartment to, to talk some more in a quieter environment, um, the thing that really stood out to you, if I remember correctly, do you, do you remember what, what you were most annoyed about? I was like, I don't know why coronavirus had to come into this conversation. And so... It's not a thing. <laughs> and, and mind you, this was March 1st, everyone. So Today is March... What is it? 14th. Today is March 14th. So this was 13 days ago. And... Right. And so I went home. I had a, a big day of work the next day, as, as did you, Amanda. And I think, I think you sent me a note saying, hey, I hope you're not bummed out, um, but I love you. Right. And I said, I said that in return. And then what happened the very next morning? <laughs> the very next morning, mere hours after having our conversation and me, me getting mad at you about that, you lose your first several thousand dollar event i did and but you still did not believe at that point did you no so i i had i got an email around 10 a.m that on march 2nd monday march 2nd uh that an event for uh, a client that was happening on, on monday april 6th more than a month later um had been canceled because the chairman had just returned from uh, had returned from Italy and he'd seen the devastation there. He was not presenting with symptoms, uh, but they rallied, uh, they rallied around, discussed it and decided to push back their event until March, 2021. So, uh, basically a full year. And I, I send that to Amanda and she says, they're idiots. No, I think my exact words were fuck. That, and that's it. And, then, and that's it. And so I didn't get any more cancellations that week. And we revisit the summit uh, the next weekend when we have some space. Um, I had successful auctions both Thursday and Friday. And I think at that point uh, I was getting more and more worried. And your stance was? Uh, let's just wait and see. And then what, what happened Monday, as you remember? I think Monday was just a bloodbath. Monday, Monday was definitely a bloodbath for me, but you still didn't believe at that point. You still were a Corona truther. I don't even want to say that I didn't believe. It's not like I don't. I listen to NPR every morning. I know what's going on in China and South Korea and Italy. I know what's happening. I just feel like... I, I, it wasn't even in New York on Monday, barely, barely, you know, and it just seems like we've gone on this whole shutdown on such a limited number of cases. It just seems like so, like so many people I know are suffering in really real ways right now because their livelihoods have been pulled out from underneath them and, uh, 
I am on the other side now where I think... We'll get there. We'll go on your journey. Okay. And so, so I just feel, I just feel like I don't like to see you lose so much money. I don't like to see my restaurant friends lose so much money. I don't like to see my my dear friend who is about to open his first show on Broadway. I don't like to see his career compromised for a few cases in Westchester. And that's what you don't like to see. But but your stance as of Monday and Tuesday, as I was losing gig after gig was still, I think your exact words is Corona is a scam. I don't remember what I said. I, I, I think verbatim was Corona I think, is I think, a scam. I think I did say that. Yeah, I, did. <laughs> I said it. I said it. And, and, and so, and so my impression also was that, that, you were in alignment with with your your superiors at work. That, that, mm-hmm. that it was that was you know we're staying the course. Everything is going to be fine. And you were very much aligned with your boss. Is that correct? Uh, yes. And and then so so what changed? I think that. As new information came in and every, everyone started to really take it seriously, like, um, I think it took me, I'll be the first to admit it took me and I think other people who were in my camp, it took us hearing the same information again and again and again and again for us to finally hear what anybody was saying. Um, that was only four agains because <laughs> when I added it up, it was more like 27 agains that I thought were being communicated. No, it's just, it, it, it starts... I don't want to appear like I'm an ignorant... Like, um... You were a corona truther. <laughs> it starts to... It's, at some point, it fell on my ears differently. Like, you know, the tests that, they, that, that were out there, they couldn't validate, and now we don't have enough tests. And you could have it for 14 days before you start showing showing symptoms or maybe you're not showing symptoms and you're already passing it on to people and um i saw finally you know very late to the game that um we could not even know that it's already so far out of our hands and uh the only way to contain an invisible monster at this point is like a total shutdown and I'm completely in favor of a citywide shutdown. And one of the things that I, I was asked... And you just, you just sit it out and you wait to see what transpires. I, I agree with that. It, it, one of the things I had always been asking you is I, I know how close you are with your family. You have multiple family chats going on simultaneously with your mom, your dad, your sister, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. It, it consumes a fair amount of your total screen time, your correspondence with your loved ones. And I remember asking, oh, is your family who was in Virginia, in Florida, skiing out in the West, are they talking about corona at all? And your answer had... No. <laughs> No, 
they, 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 so you can't even blame me. This is this is the, where I come from. We're we're medically adverse. You're medically adverse, but things really took a an interesting turn today on the family chat, and I think that. <laughs> I, I think that the people out there would be very interested to know how the the Poquette Ellises um, are now uh, are, are now embracing um, are now embracing the Corona pandemic. Well, we have fourteen people on the family chat, and we are each throwing in ten dollars to a pool, and whoever gets COVID nineteen a confirmed test, a positive test first wins the money and your dad had an interesting conspiracy theory about your about your uncle neil correct no my uncle don the oldest one in the group was the one who proposed the bet the most vulnerable of us was the one whose idea it was it's pretty savvy on his part and was he also the one that had the doctor's appointment scheduled for, no, that for was today a, that was a joke oh that oh they're, they're, it's hard. It's hard in the Poquette Alice family to determine. You weren't really in yet, actually. I have not. I have not yet been been added to to the chat. It's because you farted on my whole family on Thanksgiving, so you'll never be in the chat. I, I wish I had an editor to edit that out, but I'm not techni- technically uh, savvy enough to 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 take that out. So we'll just have to we'll just have to leave that in. Um, you know. All that being said, you know, we started off this Corona Convos uh, harkening back to March 1st with our Relationship Summit and, and moving forward. Can, can you let the listeners know uh, what, we, uh, what we decided on or what actions we took today? We have decided to quarantine together. Like two little quarantine lovebirds? We're just friends. We're just friends? Yeah. And, 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 and what does our quarantine look like? Well, um, some listeners may or may not know that as a bachelor living in your studio apartment in Williamsburg, you've maximized all of your um, storage space here. So your dishwasher, the top rack is your bow ties and your ascots, your lower rack is fanny packs and ties your oven is full of towels and linens and all of your kitchen cabinets have um pajama pants t-shirts corduroys cargos costumes they're stuffed let's 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 pump the brakes such a carry let's pump the brakes for a second there's not a single cargo anywhere in not only i'll bet you i'll bet you $500 $500 that there is a cargo in this apartment. There is a like a like a cargo pocket? Yes. And that that I own or did you bring one in here just because you you knew that this podcast was coming and that you smuggled one in? I bet there is a cargo pocket in your closet. And what's your timeline for finding it? Tonight. You think you can find a cargo pocket in here and you're going to bet $500 on that? Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, uh, you heard it here. And, and, and Listen, I have 140 coming my way because I licked a subway pole. Did you really? Yeah. When did you do that? Yesterday. Did you really? No. That's gross. Yeah, I know. Oh, the 140 from the family. I, see, I can't keep up. 
You're not worthy of being on the chat, actually. Amanda, what did you always tell me about humor in relationships? Oh, it doesn't matter if I... I've never cared about having a hot boyfriend as long as I'm the funny one. And that is... That goes back to our relationships to Summit. And yeah, so... The bet right now is that there that Amanda did not bring in a cargo pocket uh, today, and is that that's correct, right? I did. It's on my jacket. Oh, <laughs> I have them on my jacket. So she, that doesn't. It's not a cargo. Car, I think car, I only count cargo as a pocket that has to be on an uh, item of clothing that is worn and cinched below the waist. Cargo is only cargo if it's below the waist. In terms of my pocket, like, I wouldn't consider a cargo pocket on, say, a sleeve. Would you? I just, I guess I don't know. Yeah, and how about this? We're going to, we're going to. We'll settle this in the, in our next, In we're stuck together. <laughs> probably until we both die. So. We'll settle this in another episode of Corona Convos. For better or for worse, I think Amanda's going to be a recurring guest here on, on Corona Convos. Listen, I have paid a, a high price to COVID-19 already. But I, I, yeah, just yesterday, I was dating a renowned charity auctioneer as profiled by the New York Times loved by all, respected by most. And today I am dating a podcaster. So has anyone suffered more than me? <laughs> oh, I, I can't think of a better note to end on. Uh, Amanda, lover, friend, and new quarantine roommate. Thank you for coming on Corona Convos. And I hope that the dulcet tones of your voice are heard here soon again. Hi, CK's mom.